Mama. Hey, uh, hey, Mads. Hey, yeah. Mads. Hey. Yes. Uh, is hey. Your, is is your hand bigger than your face? Uh, it's about the same size. Oh, well, why don't you put your hand on your face? Because 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 if your hand's bigger than your face, you have cancer. Place what about uh, if it's the same size as my face? What do I have then? AIDS? Just, just, just put your hand on your face. Yeah, put your hand on your face. Do it. Do it. Do it for the podcast. Yeah, do it for yeah. the podcast. Yeah, All right, I'm going to do show. it. I'm going to try and do it as loud as possible so that um you can hear like me slapping myself in the face. All right, you ready? Yeah. Did you hear that? Oh man, yeah, this is a free episode by the way, guys. Yeah, that's like premium <laughs> premium content that we're giving you yeah. for free. Yeah, you get that, to hear that, a woman that, uh, slap herself in the fucking face. Oh, yeah, wow. that nice slapping noise. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, today we're reviewing uh, the entire Dire Wimpy Kids series. I have been awake since 3 in the morning. It's like 10, 10 p.m. right now. Uh, why are we talking about Dire of a Wimpy Kid? Sid, um, you, you, you first. It, it, it's one of those things where when, when we're like picking movies for the schedule, like you have a really stupid idea. So I, I kind of like do a half-assed thing to sort of steer you away from like that really stupid idea one of those ideas was diary of a wimpy kid which i just sort of threw out there so we could like not do one of the dumber ideas you had you know you could try taking this whole thing a bit more seriously there synth i mean shall we <laughs> remind you of the uh no. demolition man no no recording no, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i watched uh roderick rules and dog days i watched okay. roderick rules and i've watched uh, clips of uh the fourth one that everybody has their uh pennies in a bunch over this movie ruins the diary of a wimpy kid franchise and quite frankly it ruined my life hashtag not my roderick not my fucking Roderick. I, that's why they stormed the Capitol was to get rid of fucking Rod, that new Roderick who looks like Willy Wonka. Yeah, he looks like uh, Leafy as Willy Wonka. Although he is, to his credit, he is uh, like about like thirty percent more attractive than Leafy. No, no, what? more like sixty percent more attractive. Why? Why, why is Leafy been having the, the fucking cheese touch lately? What's the deal with that, bros? Oh my! I don't know. God. I think Keemstar gave it to him when they were on the helicopter together. Wait, they were on a helicopter together. Yeah, that's really gay. <laughs> Attention, all Zoomer Tombstone tumors. Uh, this is an anti-Leafy is here zone. Uh, that guy's a piece of shit. He looks like a Roderick if he was mixed with a Who from uh, Horton Hears a Who. Uh, if, you ever, if you ever see him on the street, kick his ass. Don't actually though, because this is a this is a not legal advice. Um, Leafy is beige and he hasn't sold out on like iDubs. Uh, I hate iDubs. He stink, dude. All he's done for the past like two or three weeks is post like I hate trans people <laughs> on Twitter constantly. <laughs> Just, I hate the queers. <laughs> he's pretty much doing the thing that uh got that uh. Steinfeld AI ban. It's like, hi, I'm a comedian. I'm going to make jokes about trans people, and people are going to laugh. It's so funny. Wait, Leafy is Canadian? 
Is he? It would explain a lot. It would explain an awful lot. Why are Canadians like less homophobic or something? Canadians are subhuman. Why? They have universal health care. Maple have you ever seen Canadian Bacon by Michael Moore? Um, they have they have a fucking maple leaf on their flag. That's the yeah. only reason. Yeah, that's cool. Ma- maple that's the only cool. reason. They no. have milk in bags. No. No maple leaf. Get a real flag with three colors and a minimalist design. Like it does every have three other colors. country on Earth. Wait, no, no. It has two colors, yeah. It's red and white, like Austria. Or Japan. And that's lame! Um, well, I don't know. They Their country produced Total Drama Island, 16, Stoked, all, all of them good Totally Spies? Uh, the no, Donkey Kong Country TV show? Technically, that okay. was France, okay. Totally Spies. I thought it was okay. French-Canadian. Okay. Oh, 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 mm. Oh, okay. Okay, we yeah, got that's, our, Yeah, like, French Canadians uh, make uh, a lot of those weird uh, animes. Like, I think also Code Lyoko was that. Okay, yeah. That, that yeah, it was uh, Montreal. Montrealer shows. It was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know why they, like, a lot of, like, uh, French-Canadian stuff, like, I don't know why they have such, like, a big cultural input from anime where they just make their own types of anime. It's very strange. Do you think Greg Heffley <laughs> watches Totally Spies? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, Greg Heffley's a sociopath. No, oh, yeah, Greg and only sociopaths is... watch uh, Totally Spies. Dude, Greg Heffley yeah. is not a sociopath. I will fucking argue with you on this. No, he Greg is. Heffley like nar- is just a normal, like, 12-year-old. Dude, dude. He's, a, he's a narcissistic sociopath, and that's what all 12-year-old boys are like. Yes. <laughs> Look, Greg. Greg's not a role model. He's a very flawed person, but he's not a sociopath. He's extremely egocentric. It's dude, it's sociopathic to just call someone a sociopath off the bat. No, the dude. fuck it's not. It's not yeah. sociopathic to call someone a sociopath. That, that's you know, you're the reason why America's disease. You know that? Because you're just like, hey, you can't call someone out for being a sociopath. Well, I'm just saying being a sociopath. If no, you fuck fucking you. look no, at fuck Greg, you. his parents, Greg Heffley is a sociopath. Dude, Greg's brother torments him every day. Like it would make sense why he kind of grows into a flawed person. Greg's, Greg's brother sp- is a flimsy emo kid who has a band named after diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Exploding <laughs> diaper. <laughs> Yeah, I was a groupie for Loaded Diaper in like uh, the summer of 05. <laughs> um, but he, he's like uh, the middle aged guy that was in the band, uh, gave me the bad touch. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a suburban kid from like 2007 who listens to Avenge Sevenfold once, and they're just like, oh, I'm so fucking, oh, I'm so metal, I'm so emo. But Greg gets like fucked over like pretty bad, like by and he deserves it. No, he doesn't. His brother, like, he deserves it. His brother puts a chocolate bar on his fucking like church pants, and then the whole church people all fucking like mock him. You know, it's just like Greg is dealt a fucking like shitty card sometimes, and you know, Greg is on his pants. Greg is fucking Joker. Yeah, his Joker origin story is when Manny put a cookie in his place, his uh, Xbox 360 Slim. God, what a fucking piece of shit Manny is. And only three. 
oh no the world is so evil my little brother put a cookie in my disk drive and i can't get any pussy oh no my oh, Halloween hills. oh my god my emo older brother makes fun of me and puts chocolate in my pants so it looks like i dutied well, I, I'm just saying, like, in 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 that scene where Greg Heffley uh, goes to his first day of school and his teacher's like, oh, is your brother Roderick? And then his, like, teacher just, just gives him the cold eye. You know, it's just like, it's all these little things that build up. Okay, Greg, Greg is a flawed man, but, but that's why he's a complicated protagonist. He grows in, at the end when, sh silence, femoid. <laughs> Silence. I'm talking about Diary of a Wimpy Kid here. I no, am too. That's why I'm on this podcast. Touch, Kevin, motherfucker. <laughs> no, no. Listen here, you cheese touch bearer. Look, I have been a Hefley head since before you were born, motherfucker. <laughs> I've I've read all the books until about 2014. And I can tell you this. What? You're wrong. Um... Well, okay, well, if, if I'm just going by facts um, here, um, Greg, okay, well, um, uh, silence, Greg, silence. Greg, Greg, Greg is God's lonely man. Greg, Greg is God's lonely man. He's like look, taxi driver. Look, he's, Greg, he's inherited the sins of the older brother. Yeah, the sins of the brother. If you <laughs> trod the dice, which is let me explain. If you troglodytes, <laughs> let me explain. I explain would like your to, thesis statement. Okay. I would like to explain my models and my theses. <laughs> look, look, Greg, he's a flawed man. But he learns. He redeems himself at the end of all these movies. You know, he eats. And then he doesn't retain those lessons in the future films. Well, it's just and like then there's another book. And then another dealt, book. Because he's dealt And then he's back in sixth problems. grade. Because he's dealt with different problems in each fucking book and movie. Okay? Like, you know, like Raleigh, you know, in, 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 in the first movie and book, okay, he treats Raleigh like shit. But in the second and third one, he, he doesn't treat Raleigh like shit. And, yeah. you, you know, okay, okay, okay. He, Greg... Greg tells everyone he eats the cheese to spare the dignity of Raleigh Jefferson's name, of his lineage. So, you know, he has honor. And, and also in, in the third movie, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, uh, Dog Days, uh, Greg, uh, he protects his father's honor by uh, defending uh, his family's uh, honor against that, uh, you know, douchebag neighbor guy. In, in that yeah. in that camping storyline, and the I, I Snellas, what the O Snellas? Yeah, what's an O Smella again? The neighbors. Oh, uh -oh. That's their name. Oh, okay. I, I I just sort of I I forgot their name. Also, in yeah, the third you're movie, not a, you're uh... not a true Heffley head. Shut up! You're not a true Heffley head. I'll fucking kick your fucking ass. You're not a true oh. Hefley head, okay? You have to be on those Hefley grind sets, okay? Bitch, I'm defending Greg Hefley here while you're trying to demonize him as some fucking 2D shallow Look, character. I know my boy's a demon. He's got that demon inside of him. Greg you, on the other hand, are trying to make him soft. Look, well, I'm, 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 I'm saying... You, you, well, There's how, a duality I'm, in him. I'm, look, 
I, I, I'm acknowledging that Greg is a flawed man, but I'm still saying like you could be a flawed character and still be a, a sympathetic uh, protagonist at, at the same time. Greg is an upstanding Italian American. Like Greg has a little bit of a, of, a, of a fire. He has that fiery fire firehead fucking like Brooklyn attitude. Okay, like I'm sorry <laughs> that you can't handle that, you little fucking beta male. You fucking worms. Do you want a fucking Care Bears movie? Is that what you want your protagonist to be? First response: The movie was shot in Vancouver. He's not a fucking Italian. <laughs> Okay, he's not from New York. He's not probably from a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Look, he's look, a wasp. Look, okay, so that's look, one. That's one. Look, all right. That's listen, one. look at my face. Number number two. Number two. All right. Look, listen, listen. What? Number two. I never disagree with you on the fact that Greg Heffley can be a flawed character with some decent characteristics. You all call I'm him a sociopath. Saying, yeah, because that's what he is. No, he's not. He's a fucking sociopath. He makes no. his friend Rowley take the bullet like all the time. Well, and he only he only jumps in when he's in trouble. What, yeah, what, oh, he he jumps in to save his friend when he's in trouble. Yeah, that's being no no no. When Greg is in trouble, when Greg is in trouble for his friend getting hurt doing some kind of antic, you are inhumane well, look, if you think that the that's rest of this lesson. school fucking like viewed raleigh like oh hey raleigh did you eat the cheese touch because if you do we're going to lynch you and greg's like no i ate the cheese touch and you know greg saved his friend's reputation raleigh jefferson could not have been president if people knew he ate the cheese and yet people like you always forget about fregley Dude, Fragley deserves to be fucking put down. I'm sorry that you were the kid who fucking played with your boogers in school. I'm fucking sorry that you rooted for, for fucking Fragley, dude. What did Fragley do wrong? Motherfucker. He gave, he gave people junk pizza without telling them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you think like he could have started He's a whole new pandemic all the way back there. Hey, look. Fregley is just a, he's an economist, all right? He's trying to save money. He's on that Fregley grind set. Fregley? Dude, Fregley is fucking alt-right. Fregley lo literally looks like fucking Chud Jack, bro. Fregley? Fregley's fucking racist. Now, here's a question. Has anybody what? seen Shirag Gupta recently? Oh, he died. <laughs> Good one, Greg. But he deserved it. You know, he, he was talking shit. And, you know, Greg, you know, he had the best comeback. He got the whole school involved in the joke. It's like, have you seen this kid? It's like he never came back, you know? Well, Do you feel look, a draft? Look, th well, this is why Greg is not a bad guy. Because whatever beef. Uh, That's you know, why he's a sociopath. Shut up. He, can, shut he can manipulate people into thinking a kid died. Just to fuck with them. Look, motherfucker. Listen, whatever beef those two kids had with each other, uh, they 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 went past it because in Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Days, uh, you know, uh, Craig was sort of part of, of Greg's posse, you know, in in, in that yeah, in that camping storyline. 
No, because they're fucking bros. Because they have a thing called family. In the fucking Wimpy Kid <laughs> Saga, there's family. I'm sorry that you fucking burn bridges with your bros. But, <laughs> like, fucking Vin, Vin Diesel over here. Hey, yeah. yo, Shrek. Hey, yo, Shrek Gupta, you, you're my family. Hey, you're, my, you're in my family now. You can join us in Fast Fast Furious 10. Yeah, they fucking ride the fucking loaded diaper van and fucking the new Fast Furious <laughs> Hey, well, uh, 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 I'm gonna make a Facebook post. Uh, one love, Sharak Gupta. Uh, peace, peace to everyone. Signed, Vin. I mean, I mean, dude, even even Fregley, the racist Fregley who was part of the Confederate side on the Civil War. <laughs> the Civil War oh God! Oh, Fregley uh, is Sam God's lonely man. You fuck. <laughs> you oppress him. Uh, do you guys like uh that shirt that uh um Greg's dad was uh uh wearing? Uh the Civil War was a blast. Dude, I'm look, oh, yeah. I, I'm not gay, but Greg Hefley's dad, total dilf. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, total yeah, like, dilf. I think um the biggest downgrade from the recast was not getting Steve Zahn back to be the dad. Yeah, and and you know what, Ivan? Greg Heffley is okay. an Italian American because Steve Zahn has like that look of like a fucking former mobster who like turned into <laughs> a witness protection program. <laughs> okay, okay. No offense to Steve Zahn, but he looks like a fucking serial killer. So... Well, I've seen a movie where he uh kind of did play one. Oh, what movie was that? What movie was that? I forgot. I, I, it's familiar. Uh, they're on an island. Um, Chris Hemsworth oh, is in it too. Yeah, what the fuck is it called? It's like uh, the perfect getaway or some shit. Yeah, the perfect getaway, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was like sitting in the way back of my mind. I I haven't seen that movie since like 2011. Um, do you, have you seen uh, the White Lotus? Uh, Steve Zahn is in the first season of that show. No, I haven't. You you no, see I his penis, it, but uh, you gotta you his, yeah, you see his uh, balls in that show. Ooh, nice. hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come here, Greg Heffley's dad. <laughs> Let me cup him. Yeah, so if you ever want to see uh, Frank Heffley's testicles, uh, check out The White Lotus on HBO Max or Max. Fuck Max. Fuck you, bitch. Max is cool. No, no. Fuck slick. Max. I hate the name. I hate it. Just keep it as HBO Max. What are you fucking doing? What are you fucking doing, HBO? Come on! Well, yeah, sometimes WB Max or something. WB Max might be the most homosexual Warner... thing I've ever heard. Warner Brothers Discovery is the worst merger, I think, in recent time. Yeah. It just it's just like the entire thing is just, oh, let's take our like beloved brands like HBO and Warner Brothers and Discovery and just mash them all together. Because, uh, I don't know, <laughs> spurt, spurt, I'm jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all these fucking... Oh, I hate that shit. I'm sorry. All these amalgamates. Yeah, I just, it, it's so fucking annoying. Uh, streaming is becoming TV at this point, and I yeah. hate it. And I could talk about that forever, but we're going to talk instead about Diarrhea of a Wimpy Kid. Diarrhea oh, of a Wimpy Kid. Speaking of mergers, uh, Synth, uh, did you watch uh, uh, Dog Days and Roderick Rules on uh, Disney Plus? Like I did. Uh, yes, I did. Yes, because wow. they're Fox movies. Yeah, so research. they have a little. Uh, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Ivan. I said you did your research. 
yeah, I uh, I watched uh, Dog Days, and I, I I think Dog Days is definitely the strongest out of the the trilogy because there's things that just don't work in 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 the trilogy. Uh, I I feel like a lot of the gross out humor, um, I just don't really like. But I feel like the show, I no, the movies. Uh, what really keeps them going is the performances, uh, from Greg, Roderick, Raleigh, uh, Frank Heffley. They're all fucking Chads. Like they're all the fucking Chad zones. Uh, they're they're the Chads who really carry this movie. Yeah, and the mom's funny as hell too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, have you seen the first hangover movie she's in it you know i've never seen the hangover movies yeah but she's in it uh she tells uh, like zach galpinak it's a sucker dick oh <laughs> yeah yeah i watched all three of the hangover movies uh recently and i they're it's weird how consistent they are like they still stay pretty consistently good mm-hmm. uh and i like that they just kind of quit at three they just quit while they were ahead um who's that one guy's name zach galvanakis see that that's why he could never got bigger because his last name's too fucking hard to say could have just called him galvanakis yeah should have just been by zach heffley (laughs) yeah a little like a movie star name um i always just called him the fat guy from hangover I always just call him the fat guy. Since the fat guy is Kevin James. All right. Yeah. Kevin, yeah he's always Kevin, consistently overweight. Kevin James yeah. is like an athletic fat guy. But then again, yeah. like Zach G is not even like really that fat. Yeah. He's he's probably the fattest in, uh, you know, the hangover movies. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, after that, he's he losing weight. Yeah. Kevin James. Yeah. He's one of those people who I think guy. looks better fat. Kevin James is an athletic fat guy. Who looks like every fucking fat guy in New York City who's just like not like unhealthy fat, but just like fat enough to be mocked, you know? And it always gets like trumped up to the point where it's just like, oh, look at how fucking fat he is, even though he probably <laughs> weighs like 200 at most. Do you guys think do you guys think Jonah Hill looked better fat or like skinny? I think um, skinny Jonah Hill middle. looked kind of like a drug addict. Do you, do you think is 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 Jonah Hill a traitor to the fat race? The fat race? Are you because fucking kidding me right I now? I think the only true traitor to the fat race is probably I mean, Melissa McCarthy, because that was like her brand, and then she started losing weight, and it's like, ah, oh, no, don't. Well, it's not funny when you tumble over if you're skinny, or even just damn, normal what, weight. Damn, Melissa McCarthy went from being an unfunny fat woman to just being an unfunny woman. Are, are, are you guys going like full like autism like 2016 of like she ruined the Ghostbusters movie like she's listen she, she, we, we started off talking about Levy. Look, look look Melissa look, McCarthy look. is a fine actress okay she was funny in the heat and Bridesmaids I, I thought I, mm-hmm. I like Bridesmaids yeah yeah I like Bridesmaids yeah look uh, look okay look don't go full fucking I, insult on me shut the fuck up motherfucker I want to say my piece now look I think that Melissa McCarthy's a fine actor. I think all those actors in the Ghostbusters movie and from SNL, those types, they're fine on their own when they do their own stuff. But when they start getting together and doing these like girl power bullshit movies, it just, yeah. it, some, something in the back of my mind just screams out, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And they're being made by the same guy who has like a 
ball step in yeah. fetish or something like that. It wasn't even a really a girl's power movie. It was just sort of like just yeah, it was female a white comedy. power. I'm sorry that you I'm, I'm I'm sorry that you think these movies are going to lead to an Amazonian society where your fucking balls are going to no, be shut turning the fuck. Keto. No, 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 no. Don't even don't even go there. No, no, no. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Look, my opinion is is that I just find things like that slightly annoying. That's about it. There's nothing okay. there's nothing deeper than that. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and be like, "They're the families. <laughs> They're invading my Ghostbusters." You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, that's I, not who I am. I will agree with you that the fucking like Ocean's Eleven female, all female one was kind of cringy like that. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, 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 I'll I'll agree with you there. It feels forced, doesn't it? Because like it, I, I, when they just say like, "Oh, let's take one thing and add women to it," it just like why? Let's remake I, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but make Patty Farrell the main character. If they did that, I will yeah. literally kill myself. Or I will fucking do it. I'm gonna post my suicide on reddit.com! <laughs> Your suicide note is just Zooey Mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he no, screamed no, okay, before okay. he um, puts the 12 gauge in his mouth. <laughs> alright, alright. Here's, here's a scenario, right? The Patty, uh, Patty Farrell uh, starring Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie from her perspective. It's like a girl power movie, right? That that's like the whole sh the whole shtick the whole setup. You get this like seventeen year old Diary of a Wimpy Kid fan who's been reading it since he was like eight years old. And he just goes on Reddit and he's just like, uh, "Hi there, my name is Crusader Incel Lolly Hentai Cunny Rape fourteen eighty eight, and I'm going to kill myself." Zooey Mama. Patty <laughs> like, Farrell ascended extra. <laughs> Like you guys remember that? Like when I remember reading the books, and like Patty Farrell was just like one incidental character, but um, the movies. Uh, and I, th I thought this was like a good decision that they made her more of like a consistent rival to Greg with like history. Like I beat you up in kindergarten and third grade. She's a you know? fucking femme cell. She's constantly giving him shit. You know, always threatening to beat him up. You know. I mean, yeah, kind of. Um, I know, like back in the day, it kind of was like a, a point to like kind of show how lame greg is to have a female bully but i mm -hmm. think it's kind of refreshing to have a female bully like a, a like a, a little girl who's just terrorizing this guy well I mean, yeah, well, yeah she's she like, uh she's one of those girls who just like sprouted up like way quicker than like all the other boys in her class and so she uh is stronger than all of them yeah it's like it's kind of it's like a funny little inversion of the trope you know because usually you have like the in like books like this and like Diver Wimpy Kid, you know, you even see that already in the book and like the first few where all the bullies are just these like knuckle dragging, drooling fucking dumbasses. What mullets uh, that are Yeah, with like mullets and they're like seven feet tall and they're just like oh, duh let's yeah. kill let's kill Greg. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Diary of Wimpy Kid, I think, suffers a lot from being one of those things where you can tell it was written by a guy who went to middle school and high school in like the seventies and the eighties, and so yeah. he's kind of still basing it off of those experiences. And so, like, the bullies are kind of like eighty style bullies, you know? Yeah, and that's that's something that we see in a lot of media that like came out between like the two thousands and the twenty tens. Is just like a lot of the writers are basing it off of a time that doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. And so and a just lot like of those throwing tropes... on like flip phones and shit, you know, to make it look more modern, you know, instead of being yeah. in like hair metal bands, they're in punk bands. 
The principal yeah. got his toupee in the punch bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it. It's really it just aged really badly in a lot of ways, no. but it kind of like adds on to this mythology of the American high school in a weird way because it kind of helps bring up that idea of oh this is how all schools are like this is how American high school is like you know you have a, a old middle aged man principal who has a toupee you have the bullies you have the nerds you have the losers you have the gamers you have the whatever and like maybe in like the you know seventies eighties nineties that could like kind of you know, fly. But these days, it, it's just everything is so different. There isn't yeah, like, really there aren't there are. I remember really, like, in high school, my principal was a lesbian. Yeah, was she hot? Um. <laughs> uh, now that's uh, an important question for the crowd. Yeah, Matt, was, she was your principal uh, hot? Was she? She hot? was a short, middle-aged lesbian with like black curly uh -huh. hair. Okay, and All out right. of ten, yeah, yeah, like a kind of medium tan. No, Sorry, like, what? Like out of ten, not a tan. Yeah, oh, rate oh. them out of ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, nine out of ten, as far as lesbians oh, are concerned, I guess. A woo ga. A woo ga. Goddamn, you have a hot principal. Uh, the, one of the principals that I had at my school was a uh, short bald man who had a goatee. And he was like a military veteran, but he was like really chill. It was like he was like weirdly chill. And I remember this one time. This is a, a funny little uh, lore moment here, where uh, like one of my friends was like talking about something, and he was just like, "God fucking damn it!" Like he said like that during uh, lunch. And that little guy, that little man, just walked by and he said, "Oh my virgin ears!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he just walked away because like we all froze in shock as soon as we saw him. Did my computer just turn off? Hang on. Well, you know, there's no way a principal would yell at the uh, future quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team. Can you shut the fuck <laughs> up? <laughs> I'm sorry. You make it too easy sometimes. I'm sorry. You make it too... Shut up. <laughs> Joe Burrow this, Joe Burrow that. If he finds out this podcast at any point, or anyone like on his, on his legal team, or even like a fucking like weird uh like Cincinnati Bengals fan finds out about this podcast and they like relay this to him somehow, I'm gonna get sued. I've got a lot of jocks at my uh, trade school that come in just to be in sports broadcasting, and I'm sure if I brought up to them like, "Oh, I'm on a podcast with a guy who played football with Joe Burrow," I'd be, they're all gonna want to know all about that. Trust me. Well, it's not well. I don't. That's that. That's a lot of loose strings. Okay, look. Here, here's 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 the lore dump. All right, I'm gonna lore dump the the whole situation. I was a freshman in like 2014 that was during his senior year we didn't play football together but we trained together and he was like the captain of the team i was in the uh, the freshman team so they were like separated but we'd come together and train and do stuff like that uh he knew me from training because i was like a funny guy or whatever and he, he you know whatever uh mentored like you? no no he didn't fucking mentor me i even mentored guy. him on being funny <laughs> no he was a quarterback and i was a nose guard right i was on the line i was a fucking big hulking bastard that was placed on the trenches to go What's smash it? some poor kid on the opposite side 
Oh, I when you said nose guard, I had the visual image of you like shrunken down on his nose. I'm gonna beat you with a wet newspaper. I'm sorry. But that's like the, that's like the Lord dump, all right. So like I, I wasn't like I wasn't on his team. He was varsity. I was freshman. Freshman is like three rungs below because there's like the freshman team, junior varsity, and varsity. Okay, two rungs actually, but still. I wasn't even I, I yeah, didn't even do that shit. I mean, we he, the, the the thing is is like we could have like I, I just wanted to make like like a quick joke, but you like said his no, name. No. And... Fuck no, fuck you. <laughs> you mention it every podcast episode. It's always Joe Burrow this, Joe Burrow that. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. That's the minute. That's the minute we dedicate to since uh unending Joe Burrow mentioning that he knows gets under my skin because he thinks it's funny when I get mad at him. I'm lurking and I'm stalking every time you go to sleep. I'm awake and you're not. Um, check, please. Um, did he just say that? <laughs> um, that well, was awkward. He really said check, please. Wow, he really just said a trope. I'm gonna log this on TV tropes for the Zoomer Tombstone podcast. Since don't you have a TV tropes page for your like? youtube channel yeah because i'm fucking famous yeah because you're fucking lame (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what someone who's jealous would say yeah uh, let's read the tv no no we're sticking to diary of a fucking wimpy kid mads what was your favorite scene in the movie uh the tiktok scene when they invented tiktok Oh, dude, that was so epic. Kesha. Yeah, I remember that was the main scene that they were showing in all the ads. Yeah, and then Raleigh, like, sits on that, like, spiky thing that goes into his anus. Yeah. Man. (laughs) And they got to get the mom to, like, pull it out. It's like, (laughs) really, they're just, like, toothpicks. (laughs) I know, it must have really lodged itself far up there. Yeah, Raleigh fucking died. (laughs) Yeah, he, he caught a... Uh, blood poisoning or something. Some of the tin foil like got into his bloodstream. Yeah, just like Pap's blue ribbon. What are you are you advertising or something? No, I'm saying Pap's blue ribbon is full of metal. Oh, that's a Futurama joke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I love Futurama. I'm glad they're bringing it back. Yeah, aren't they bringing it back in like a week? Yeah, a week. That's bro. like gonna be pretty fun. Yeah, dude. Bender, go- Bender, getting TikTok. Oh hell yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait for the Futurama like TikTok version where it's just gonna be Bender saying like, "Ha ha, beer chug." And that's that's the yeah. whole thing. Like, yeah, whatever uh, replacement they got for Bender. Because oh, they uh, actually John DiMaggio, the communist. No, 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 no. They didn't replace him. They did not replace him. Oh, really? Oh, thank God. No, yeah, they, they caved to the demands of the uh, the actors, or the uh, voice actors, so... Yeah. Waka waka! It's gonna... The show must go on! Can they bring back Disenchantment? No! Where's Disenchantment? Where's Just... Glee? You can't bring it back. Most of them are overdosed. Who overdosed? God. Greg Heffley oh, on but which one? Uh, one of the actors from uh, the reboot like killed somebody, right? Who? 
Who? Uh, one of the actors from uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid reboot, uh, like, killed somebody, no, didn't they? No, okay, okay, look, listen, <laughs> listen, you little uh, <laughs> troglodyte. Let me, an intellectual of Diary of a Wimpy Kid lore, uh, tell you this. It wasn't a main actor, much to, con- much to popular opinion due to tabloid culture vultures. Um... See, in, in the first movie, there was a kid who played a sheep. He was a background character who was playing his Game Boy Advance for two seconds. And his name was Logan Roy. <laughs> I, I don't get the connection, but I laugh because it's a reference to something else. So I giggled a bit. Thank you. Yeah, Mr. it's just like Jeffrey. Family Guy. Okay, it's... listen, lay off the fucking family guy <laughs> when I'm telling a fucking, like, fact here. Hey, guys, so... do you remember the time? No, shut up! <laughs> shut the fuck up! Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, buckaroo. I bet you couldn't even spell troglodyte. So, apparently in high school, I was, like, sitting with some uh, classmates, and there was this, like, uh, girl who was kind of like this uh, Stacy type. And my my friend told me that like one time I I call I got frustrated and I called her a troglodyte like a weird little incel I was. <laughs> that's a <laughs> unisex <laughs> incel. I mean I'm, I mean that's a unisex uh, insult. Yeah, okay, I, we we need somebody in the audience who's listening to this to make a chud jack of synth, calling a like a Stacy uh, troglodyte. Shut up. A big tit Stacy. <laughs> Put a Holly Hills uh, book uh, <laughs> drawing on one or two. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god! But uh, going earth. going back to uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid uh, slasher. Um, so the kid who played the sheep for two seconds playing the Game Boy Advance. Um, yeah, apparently, like in like twenty twenty one, that kid uh, he did something a little naughty and he brutally murdered his mom. <laughs> um so that's what you get for not making me hot pockets <laughs> i mean shit if your mom doesn't make you hot pockets i mean you know what, what else can i you wanted ham and cheese not fucking pepperoni okay first of all motherfucker an incel would a fucking kid who would kill his mom would definitely want the pepperoni hot pocket ham and cheese are for good little boys who wouldn't kill their mothers Um, can I get an amen? A woman. Can I get a, I get a holla in the back? <laughs> holla. Holla. Oh my okay. god, don't do that ever again. Yeah, don't. If, Mads, <laughs> I would never hit a woman, but if she did that, I would fucking kill her. All With right. what? Uh, three-way group suicide pact. How are you doing it? I'm gonna give synth the cheese touch. Here no, I'm. I got my mask on, bitch. Too bad it's the cheese <laughs> touch. Cheese, cheese touch vaccine. Dude, Both cheese. doses and all the boosters. Dude, why the fuck is Joe Rogan still trying to deny the fucking cheese touch? <laughs> why is he still okay? Real talk though, like this is gonna rift away from Diver One Kid. Why the fuck are people still like railing against the vaccine at this point? It's been three years. It's been like a, like two years since the vaccines rolled out. Oh yeah, I got the cheese touch <laughs> after I got the vaccine. How about that? You get the cheese, 
when you got that cheese touch vaccine, did you like film yourself on TikTok, like violently shaking, going? (laughs) 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 You bet I did. You bet I monetized that. Yeah, then you like uh, sold it to like Fox News for like a million billion dollars, and you're just like on a yacht now, and you're perfectly fine. You're just like the vaccines are evil. They made me shake a bunch. That's why I have this yacht now. Thanks, Fox. <laughs> That's Thanks, why I have my own brand of adult diapers now, like uh, the fallen down <laughs> lady in uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh my god, dude! The the people that like embarrass themselves publicly, I think I think they have like a, a humiliation fetish, you know, because they're just like, I can't control my asshole. I'm <laughs> shitting and pissing everywhere. Oh, the vaccine did this to me. Oh, I've, I've got the cheese touch. <laughs> I mean, I got the vaccine. It worked for me, you know. So, I mean, since no tool is pro pharma, boycott, <laughs> boycott since cool. He's pro pharma. We don't enjoy pro pharma in our. He's pro trans people drinking beer. He should know that trans people should only drink seltzers. He should be like a real American and be pro-gaming and be a twisted wizard player <laughs> like Greg Hefley. Yeah, I feel like the latest Twisted Wizard was a little too woke for me. Twisted Wizard? Oh, I oh. saw a background NPC <laughs> that was a black woman and she looked like a lesbian. I literally <laughs> cried for like Diary of a Wimpy Gamergate. (laughs) Time to boycott Twisted Wizard because of ethics and games journalism. So if we're going by the movie's continuity, Greg is about our age, roughly. Um, Do you think Greg grew up to be like a leftist or like an alt-rider or maybe even a groiper? You know, let, let's fucking dive into this. I, let, let's I think it depends on the political affiliation of whatever girl settles for him. Okay, question, question, question. What is the difference between an alt-writer and a groiper? Why is that separate? Um, well, I, I think there's, like, an alt-writer guy who's more, who doesn't, like, use, like, the Jesus uh, sort of thing to cover his views. You know, maybe it's like, you know, like paganism, brother, or just like, you know, it's it kind of varies. I feel like a lot of the Groypers are still trying to latch on that, like Catholic, like, like, okay, 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 okay. Like some losers, but but here's sort of the, the thing. I feel like there is a matter of them sort of barking over uh christ or race because you'll kind of see like twitter threads of like christ groypers 69 being like abortion should be illegal but then you got like sort of like aryan viking god fart 9000 being like well minorities get abortion so we should be pro-abortion and they're sort of bickering on stuff like that yeah and they're all bitches all right and uh, here, here's my thought, all right? So my boy Greg, my boy Greg Hefley, all yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think he would be, like, a full-on alt-writer. I think he would have become an incel. Well, yeah, what, what, for a short period, anyway. He would have, at least for a time, become an incel, and he would have become very hateful towards women. 
Because I can like, see oh, him being like a commentary be. era YouTuber. Yeah, like I could, I could see him making like a cringe little like YouTube video in his home where he's just like ranting in his like 420p uh, camera, just going like, "Women won't date me because of feminism." Okay, okay, listen, dude. Greg is not like that. That's Fragly, bro. No, 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 no. Fragly is too stupid to care. He doesn't have internet access. He's poor. All right. When is when is this Fragly's probably gay? Fra when the fuck has it been implied that Fregley is stupid? He's not stupid. He's just weird. Rowley, on the other hand, I feel like his soul is too pure. He's too gentle. He would have been like a Redditor or something, right? That's my opinion. Yeah, a heckin' wholesome kind of type. I, I, yeah. I he can, he's going to be socially he's he's socially he's going to be way more successful than Greg. Rowley's the type like, of guy. Once again, to yeah. college. Because he's a nice guy. I feel like Rowley would be the type of person who would just go on like r slash pets and just be like, look at this honk, heckin' shonker kitty cat I saw. And he gets like a million trillion upvotes and he becomes like a little like niche internet micro celebrity. Rowley be becomes like the other guy in like the Da Vinci. What are those videos with those like two blonde twins? I oh the debate of the forest twins I think yeah yeah R Raleigh would sort of be like that yeah they're just kind of he's kind of like an airheaded wholesome type who just does funny things because he can uh Greg would be like a little like little like dark enlightenment incel you know I I listen to Jordan Peterson that's not <laughs> that, that's not Greg <laughs> I mean I feel like you're probably real. He probably reel out of it around college time once he realizes that being a leftist uh, is is a bit less cringe and also gets you way more pussy. Uh, well, Greg wouldn't do it for the pussy. He would do it for the better for the betterment of mankind. Yeah, but then he'd start getting pussy as a result of it, and he'd be like, "Well, I guess I did the right thing after all. Being a good person works," and that's his whole like moral arc. That that's. That's my headcanon for Greg Hefley uh, going through the uh, 2014 Gamergate slash 2016 commentary YouTube era of, uh, of the world. Okay, Basically, the hellish period that we all had to endure. Well, uh, okay, what about Frank Hefley? <clears throat> you, you think Frank Hefley would have voted for uh, Trump or Biden? Hell no. I don't think he would have. I think he would have been like a Hillary voter or something. Do you think yeah. that... Greg's mom would let him not vote for Hillary. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. You know, that's actually pretty good logic. And then by the time it comes to the uh, 2020 election, they are all lining up, the whole family, all lining up to vote Biden. Not Manny. Not not Manny. Well, not Manny, because he's a fucking kid at the point. Manny so. is a groiper. <laughs> okay, yeah. Manny's a groiper. He he's still like a little preschooler, and he's just like, "Hi, oh, victory!" No, Trump, Nick Fuentes, Kanye, and Manny all like shared like a, a lunch <laughs> together. Uh, but wait, 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 wait. Would he be a griper? Because like, do you remember during the 2020 riots where like people just kept making graffiti of Manny Hefley, <laughs> and it and it just said the Manny will not be televised everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Manny might be part of Antifa. 
I, okay, so Manny is either a Groiper or Antifa. Um, what about, what do, think, uh, what do you think Roderick would be? Roderick would be like, Roderick would be like a, you know, conservatism is actually the new counterculture. Oh, no, nah, I don't think that. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You know what? I, I think if he were to be like that, he'd be like the type of guy who like isn't really conservative, but like pretends to be. And he like infuses that into his music just so he can sell more records like the fucking uh, MAGA rap people. You know, where they're just like no, singing about. Huh? Those MAGA rap motherfuckers are actually pretty fucking stupid. Don't don't act like they're grifters, bro. No, they are absolutely grifters. They know what they're doing. Bro, are you saying that Roderick would be a fence rider? No, no, no. Roderick would not be a fence rider. He would be like a kayfabe. He'd be like play acting. He'd be like play acting a conservative just so he can get more gigs. <laughs> just loaded diapers. His vote for Trump. <laughs> what was the name of the middle-aged guy in his band? Like, I think he would be a Trump voter. He, I think he's definitely like, oh yeah, conservatism is punk rock, dude. <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely. He's like one of those like autistic millennial guys who are like fat and they have like a leather jacket of like a Ramones patch next to a Sonic the Hedgehog patch. (laughs) God. Um, But at the same time, he'd still be like, I think he browses 4chan. I think that's his problem. I think that's the like middle aged guy in loaded diapers. (laughs) Yeah, that's the question. Which ones uh, browse 4chan? Which ones don't? Yeah, he browses 4chan and he like gets drunk and he posts dick pics on there and he says, "Rate me, B. How 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 nice is my cock out of ten? And he is does Taylor like Swift lurking in here. Time. Taylor Swift, what do you think of my cock? <laughs> Write a yeah, song but, about my cock. What do you think um, people are gonna think of when they watch this entire podcast episode? And it's just a fucking cringe. <laughs> yeah, they signed on because they wanted a proper academic analysis of the impact of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid franchise on well, the Gen Z generation. Well, I mean, it's already I think it's already been said, but I think the thing was uh like a lot of like kids media around this time always had to have some like ham-fisted moral where I think where wimpy kids stood out was like not trying to talk down to you was like sometimes yeah being an asshole gets your gets gets you out of problems sometimes there are no morals sometimes life is just cruel meaningless sins even adults are flawed and stupid sometimes so you know don't take anything too personally you know forgive your bros you know move on we're family parents were doing their best under the circumstances they were dealt with yeah you know as a as a kid, I actually really had a lot of uh, reverence for the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series because uh, I had every book from, I think, uh, oh, God, what was it? It was, like, uh, the first one all the way up to the uh, winter one. I forgot the name of it. Um, remind me if Cabin you know. Fever? Yes, yes, Cabin Fever. I was up until Cabin Fever. And uh, I, I just always loved how relatable at the time all those uh, books were. It's like, all those experiences are kind of like real experiences, you know, like uh, the whole thing where like Greg is like staking out uh, like a game store on midnight for a midnight release. And he just like sends Rowley out to do it. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's, there's like hijinks, there's relatable stuff. There's like the, you did that? The woe. No. Oh, but there's like the woes that like a 12 year old would have. 
And like as a 12 year old at the time, I was like, damn, this really gets me. Of course, nowadays as an adult, uh, it's like, you know, a lot of it is just kind of silly, dumb, weird, whatever. And there's a lot of people that meme on Dive Wimpy Kid. Ha- have you seen the like, uh, the like horror edits of like the Dive Wimpy Kid books on oh. like Reddit? I- yeah, the memes are all great. the fan fictions. I love the fan fictions where yeah. it's like them as adults, you know. Yeah, it's it. Those are great. It, I, I love. Yeah, it's just love like Manny's normal like baby head on an adult body. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm seeing my brothers in rehab right now. No, uh... <laughs> there's a lot of uh, irony in those uh, renditions of Diary of a Wimpy Kid nowadays because like. A lot of those people that grew up with those books grew up out of them. And when we look back on it, we kind of look at these as like a very silly thing, very kind of, you know, antiquated for uh, how things are now. Our minds are not the same. Uh, The audience has grown up and away from it. Um, But like, it's, it's really just like, I used to have so much reverence for that entire series. And like, don't get me wrong. it, It was very formative for me. It shaped mm-hmm. a lot of who I am. Yeah, same here. Uh, but nowadays, everything is so entrenched in memes and so, like, you know, whatever, that uh, all I can think of whenever I think of Diver Wimpy Kid is just how much Greg is a sociopath and also how much, like, a lot of the situations are kind of, like, grounded but unrealistic. You know, a lot of, like, things that come off as being, like, tragedy in the book are just minor inconveniences at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Have, yeah. Have any of you guys ever read like the kind of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid knockoffs? Because I've read some of them. Well, okay. I never actually have. I I, I, w- yeah, I would I've read ones that knockoffs. um like I read the James Patterson one, and that's a little bit more realistic and true to like the tragedy of childhood. You know. No, it's. Wait, wait. wait say, never... say that again. Um, it's trying to be more realistic and true to the cha- the tragedies that you experience when you're going through adolescence you know like having to deal with like stepdads and not really like like uh, i remember like he's like trying to like break all the rules of the school like by the end of the year and uh Isn't i don't the book remember what it was called but yeah or some like cringy shit like that well uh it wasn't like cringy it was just like uh it, it, trying to be like less like it's still like cartoony, but it's like it's not like ham fisted. I thought I only read like the first one, and no. then I read another one um, that was like uh, assigned to me for one of my reading assignments. Uh, it was called Diary of a Part Time Indian, and that was a very hardcore book. Diary of a Part Time Indian. What what is that? The Quickie Mart. <laughs> no, um, like Native American. Um, he like is growing up on a reservation, but he's like the smartest kid like there, and like. The resources like at his um, reservation school just aren't equipped for him. So he gets transferred to like the white kids school out of town and he uh, experiences all the shit that like people who live on reservations have to deal with, like with all the rampant alcoholism that all your like family members are going to be going through and the fragility of their lives. Wait, wait, I, I remember this book, I think. I think I read this in English class. Uh, did yeah, the main they, they assigned it to you in like English a, class when you're like a freshman or something. Did the main character it's, it's have one like of the hydro- books that you can choose? Did the main character have like hydroencephaly, where he had like water on the brain or whatever? Yeah, yeah, and he was also like really small and fragile. Right, right. 
Yeah. Okay. See, I I remember that book. That was a that was a pretty tough read. Uh, yeah, his bullies were all like I think like thirty year olds. I think. Yeah, uh, a lot of his bullies were like thirty year old men who were just like drunks, and a lot of the people that he got around, like got along with in school were like these burnt out popular kids who were just like like bulimic and sad and depressed and all that shit. It was it was it was pretty hardcore. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like all his family, all his family members like are like dropping like flies. It's like, oh yeah, my kind of uncle guy, he's dead. Not okay. It's not as bad as another book that I, I was assigned in eighth grade. I don't know why in eighth grade, but it was called Sold. Right? <clears throat> that book was scarring. No, 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 no. That book was scarring. Sold is a book about a Nepali uh, teenager being sold into sex slavery in a brothel oh god uh, have you ever read India. speak the book i speak? don't i don't remember it's about like a mute girl who um like got raped by a college guy and like her like old friends have all like kind of disowned her they don't know what's going on with her and you know she's like she's like almost entirely mute and you know is just like retracted into herself and hasn't like told anybody what happened to her and so everybody's like what's this girl's problem you know shit i think i have i think i have read that book yeah yeah and they turned it into a movie and they had kristen stewart play her that sounds insanely depressing also kristen stewart is not a good pick for a movie like that after she did twilight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's, so she started up. doing like weird like uh french art movies or something like that didn't she i saw this one movie that she was in it was mm. i think it was called underwater and i i, I don't want to like spoil these like movies but like it, it just seems like it's kind of like one of those like underwater like uh you know adventure movies where like everything's going wrong and then just like out of nowhere and turns into like a cthulhu thing <laughs> just like oh, out yeah. of nowhere it's like a plot twist it's like a rick roll pretty much it's like no this is like uh eldrick abominations this is what we're dealing with here um, actually wait shit I, wait, wait i think i remember that one too because they they had us read that in like fucking uh in like seventh grade and i remember being fucking pissed off when i read that ending so i was just like what the fuck is happening what why <laughs> is all this shit happening what what and you, you didn't know, know like, about like um you know lovecraft or like you know all that yeah, stuff back had, then right i had no clue i thought it was like a lame like cop out for the ending i was just like what the fuck you know it's uh <laughs> I, I know that like the lighthouse like the movie kind of takes that turn a little bit but like you kind of get the vibes throughout the whole movie that that's going to happen in that book yeah. it just happens it's such a fucking left turn all right uh my autism cannot like uh contain this anymore i i i have to refute ivan's argument about diary of a wimpy kid Okay, go on. It's been boiling in my blood as you guys were talking about all these depressing fucking books. Look, um, I'm sorry, but like we were, we were counting childhood here. This is the Gen Z experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, I'm sorry that you big kids were reading big boy books in school while I was still stuck reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid. But let me tell oh, you something, bro. Sorry for not eating chalk, motherfucker. <laughs> um okay so i'm, I'm just gonna say um i think the wimpy kid books even as an adult i still appreciate the the sort of dryness and awkwardness of, of the sort of comedy mm -hmm. and yeah even though as an adult i think a lot of the gross out humor doesn't work and is kind of cringy i think uh you know 
I, I think the writer does a good job at capturing uh, childhood even in, in the uh, 2000s. You know, e even if he has maybe some dated things of him growing up in the 80s, I, I don't really see it too much. I, I think it, it, it's just a good job at portraying. Oh, no, I think we lost synth. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, no. Oh his God, argument, and he's probably still like rambling. Oh yeah, his, his argument has been refuted by God. No. Uh, so for anyone watching, this is what happens when you try to disagree with the raw truth that is that Greg Heffley is a sociopath. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you for watching the Zoomer Tombstone podcast. We have oh. more on our Patreon. Oh, he's back. Oh, oh shit, he's back. Oh no. Okay. okay, so what 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 part did I cut off on? You were like in the middle of uh your um speech. Okay. Um when when did you cut off uh what was the you, last you were talking thing about like how you saw like the awkward humor, you know? Okay, so yeah, I think a lot of the awkward sort of humor uh still holds up even as an adult. And uh it's just it's really just the gross out humor that doesn't work. But I, I, I think the writer, uh, he does have, he, he, I think the books are relatable to kids of the 2000s. Even if you say, oh, he grew up in the 80s, I, I think he still does a good well, no job shit. At, at this he sort of He probably had kids our age no or something. Okay, Sin. Well, let me, let me, let me, before we go on to this, before we go any further. No shit, it's relatable to kids of the 2000s. I was a kid of the 2000s, and it was relatable to me. Oh, that was never, that was never, ever, ever my point. My point with all that was, is just that the idea of these, like, high school cliches, like the cliques and the fucking, the groups, the, the, the in-groups, the out-groups, the whole popularity bullshit. Popularity didn't really exist in high school. Uh, okay. the, only, the only people it that were really popular. No, 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 shut up. The only people that were quote unquote popular in high school were kids that were rich that could do things. That's about it. That that's all that popularity amounted to. I mean, it wasn't this school. competition. It wasn't. Well, I think this like there were also popular kids that were just like they're popular because like they're the nicest people in the school. You know, like somebody like Rally. You know, funny. like he he doesn't come from like a lot of no, money, but that, he's gonna that, become like that. pretty popular just because like people like him because he's mm. just like so genuine and mm. unassuming. Maybe, yeah, maybe in Turns high school, out, but not middle school. In in middle no. school, it, it really was a lot of these cliques. And look, uh -huh. I'm sorry. Look, come I'm sorry on. that, that it, no, look, no, no, look, 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 look. Middle I'm, school I'm, was the. I have the talking stick. No, no, no. You you need to silence for a second. All right. Okay. Middle school, middle school and high school were basically the same thing. Yeah, at no, least in my no, experience. they were no. No, in my no. experience, I think was. middle school was uh, look, a lot worse. Look, Ivan, I look, I get it. You lived in Ohio. There was no popularity in your middle schools because, like, all you Ohio kids were like hills have eyes, motherfuckers. Oh my god, like, that's not even what I'm saying, dude. You're but being so weaselly here in the real. Look, in uh, what I'm saying. Is that in my experience, throughout middle school and throughout high school, there weren't really these like hard defined groups of people. And yeah, there was the concept of popularity, but it wasn't like a competition where you had to like do outlandish shit or like, you know, try to compete for it. 
it usually amounted to whether or not you were generally likable as a person, as in like being a funny person, a nice person, or if you just had money and you could afford fancy shit that got other kids' attention. That's yeah, all and it you really had a big boiled house down. that you can invite people to. Exactly, okay. exactly. But hear me, and you're out. over here telling me, "Oh, your hills, your your hills have eyes." Looking motherfucker, shut the fuck up. Okay, you let. You live out on the West Coast. You you fucking breathe wildfire smoke every year. I don't want to hear it, Mister Smogstorm. Bitch, how about you go water. drive your fucking Prius up to the Rockies and go fuck a moose? <laughs> okay, okay. Even if we disagree whether popularity is a real thing or not, here's the thing: the writer of Diary, Diary of, of a Wimpy Kid is smart enough. To, to he makes it like this he doesn't even really establish that that these clicks are like a seriously strong thing in these movies and books because it's really just something greg a flawed character even by the writer standards acknowledges this is what what greg obsesses about so it's never really made Which, clear if, if, if it's if this popularity chart is even real at this school it's just in greg's mind and it's sort of countered yeah, by Robbie actually... making a lot of friends so I, I i don't think the writer is out of touch stuck in the 80s or 70s by writing oh. this I, I i think he has a clear example of what sort of kids relate to which I kind of agree with the fact that, like, because it's from Greg's perspective, it kind of like helps ease it in a little bit. And I think that I think that's a great part of the story of the story writing for the uh, for the books. You know, the, uh, a lot of things in the book that seem outlandish, that seem very rigid or structured, or whatever, is usually just in Greg's mind. It's usually just made up bullshit that he came up with because he thinks uh, in tropes. You know, but that's the thing. I don't think everyone thinks that way. And I don't think a lot of kids, you know, because when, when I was a kid and I was reading about this, even though it's coming from Greg's perspective and it's like, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. None of that was really real. And I know that's like kind of the point a little bit with uh, what, you know, the, the author was doing by having it be like from Greg's perspective only and having Rowley kind of surpass him in popularity, supposedly uh, by just being a good person. But like, I don't know. I just thought of that as being like a like a reflection of something that people really thought back in the day, something that the author really believed in at one point well, that I mean, maybe now he's bringing up as like a parody point. But like back then, that was real. That was a real thing. We have media out the ass that talks about all these cliques and all these groups and all these other things from the 70s 80s and 90s well that, that just I, don't exist anymore well I, I feel like that's why wimpy kid was always sort of better because um you know besides the other point of sort of not having all that like mushy mushy love your parents and all that fucking moral stuff right. uh, um I, that, I, that's just boring that's a snooze fest yeah it, like you know you look at like other sort of like diary of a wimpy kid knockoffs or whatever it, it feels like the writer is doing like market research like it's like kids yeah. like farts and boogers and prank and TPing the principal's house whereas a lot of this in wimpy kid is a subversion like 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 i feel like like when when greg pulls pranks it never really goes right it, it's not like a fucking nickelodeon show where you have like the principal like slipping on the slime and breaking his fucking neck so all the kids like get fucking like no homework 
They do do the TP thing in those movies, though. Remember uh, the house party that they have in the second one? And it's, like, covered in toilet paper for no reason? Yeah, but it's kind of... It's not really meant as, like, a positive point. It's sort of meant as just, like, a coming-of-age thing. Don't they get harassed by, like, some drunk teenagers that, like, chase them in a truck or something, like a movie? Yeah, that's in the first one. And they don't even, like, really... They don't even, like, really even, like, get even with those drunk teenage douchebags. It's kind of cynical where uh, the dad, like, throws fucking water at them thinking they're the teenagers. Right, and I I think that... I I think that's one of the biggest points of uh, Diary for Wimpy Kid that I actually really enjoy is that even though they do all these tropey things they still kind of like envelop it in a in a uh, envelope of cynicism you know a lot of the pranks yeah. a lot of things just don't really work out because they're all the they're all just harebrained schemes by a fucking 12 year old who doesn't know what he's doing and and, and and it's like when things actually work out for greg it's actually something completely different and it it makes yeah. you the reader feel a little more rewarded when it's just not like some tropey fucking prank that rewards greg Right, uh, but I still think that I don't know. Like the idea of it, like it's it's a very relatable story. It's a very relatable series of books, but I think they could have made it a little bit more grounded. Uh, I think, I just mean, a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's I guess that's just sort of the the marketing industry ever. They want. They, I mean, you know, you have right. to make diary diary of a wimpy kid marketable. I mean, I mean. Shit, have you seen the stuff they've been churning out for kids these days with like market research bullshit, like slop fodder? It's just all like shit themed. It's all it shit AI generated. Stuff. Bro, isn't yeah, that like the last bro? How could it be any more shit themed than like fucking Captain Underpants from our generation, dude? That, <laughs> no, Captain, those books are no, no, literally no. like scat fetish. No, 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 no. Captain Underpants and a lot of the books made by Dave Pilkey were downright good. You had to have read them to understand. They were good, they were fun, they had a good plot. There, there's like a whole side series he did called Ook and Gluck where they fight a fucking Donald Trump analog. And this was made <laughs> in 20 fucking like 13 or 2012. You know, like that. that's like it's good. It's were, really good. Were, were you the motherfucker who like read like the eighth Captain Underpants book and waited like a decade for the sequel? No, motherfucker, because I couldn't afford the books. I was poor. I had like two of them and I had the Ook and Gluck books. Did, but like did you have a library? Yeah. Do you think they all had all of them there at all well, times, I, man? I mean Well, I mean I, I mean you it was Ohio, so I, you know, I doubt they had too many books. I regret telling you that I'm from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could tell the world that you're the, where you're from and you know people would be mocking you relentlessly for being in the land of uh well <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But uh School you know I, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really uh, narrows it down these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well uh America, think back to the first school shooting. That's where synth is from. The very first one ever. There was never one before that. Yeah, the fucking oh, the like, first major publicized one. The yeah. uh, the fucking Star Wars: The New Hope of school shootings. That what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Wow. Speaking uh, of, I I remember seeing memes of Greg Heffley as a school shooter. I don't know where this came from. I don't know why it's flashing in my mind. But I mean, <laughs> th- th- look, that that was when kind of like. 
uh like school shooting memes were, were like fresh this was before there was like a school shooting like every fucking week before it became a mundane tragedy every fucking like other week yeah and, the, and the it, shooters it, plug in their manifesto like uh they're plugging their uh like youtube yeah, bio or something like that like it's fucking oprah or some shit just read my book guys <laughs> time to go air out the school understand my dark complicated mind pay attention to me i'm killing people it all started when i was 10 years old and i saw family guy reruns on adult swim what a bunch of pussies for real though like i I know that like that's a, a really uncontroversial take to be like school shooters are pussies but like these people are just like wine mom authors who just are trying to like (laughs) like plug their little like fan fiction book dude the fucking like the fucking (laughs) buffalo shooter dude that kid was like a real like pretentious asshole because i i I think in one part it's like yeah you know in 20 years they're probably gonna make a statue of me and i'm like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no all you're gonna get is uh just like a shitty little uh dramatized uh one hour tv documentary on reels or something you know yeah, like Look, I, I'm gonna be honest. The best that kid's gonna get is a plate on the dirt. That's it. It's gonna say, "Here lies a fucking idiot," and people are gonna piss on it for all eternity. Dude, it's a so one paragraph weird. Wikipedia page. Dude, it's so <laughs> weird that kids who weren't even alive when like Finding Nemo or RL are like fucking going on like shooting sprees for like a race war. Dude, it's it's so fucked up. This uh, this country is so ideologically poisoned. All these kids are just falling for the dumbest fucking psyops and just grifter bullshit. You know, you always get these people that are just like, "Hey guys, commit fucking murder, mass murder, buy guns, buy guns, kill people, kill the brown people," and like their whole like thing is just like, "Yeah, I'm doing, I'm saying all this because I want to sell T-shirts to these kids." Like <laughs> that's that's like the whole point. You have like T-shirt salesmen making people into mass shooters and uh that's why i think that greg heffley should be not allowed to buy new t-shirts he should always have that same white t-shirt he wears in every every book because if he goes out and buys another t-shirt from an incel website he's gonna become a mass shooter in the movies he's wearing christian uh like striped shirts the whole time Oh my god, dude! Here's uh, I actually got suspended from Twitter earlier today uh, for only for like twelve hours. It's probably going to be like up in like uh, an hour or two. But wow, uh, imagine it, being suspended under Musk's Twitter. Well, uh, you know, it, it's for a really stupid reason because it's like, uh, it, it was like a video or article about like the El Paso, El, El Paso. Uh, it it it's was El about Paso, you fuck. Uh, whatever um it was an article about the el paso uh shooter being sentenced and like some like fucking like groper account was like he's innocent so i i, I replied like you know kys bum and uh, twitter just automatically suspended me for that when i don't know there's like w- wow. way worse what a shit. Bunch of pussies suppressing yeah. your free speech Wow, I can't believe Elon Musk would personally do that to you, Synth Cool. You should complain about that to Elon Musk. You didn't, you you didn't tell uh, Kelsey Manon to kill herself, so uh, you got banned. That's the only well, person yep. you can tell to kill themselves on Twitter. Sorry, you didn't harass a leftist. You harassed a random griper fuck. So now your account's going to get banned because all the waves of like uh, weird fucking sweaty nerds who uh, 
simp for Nick Fuentes are gonna be like, um, actually, N word, and they're just gonna fucking report you massively. Or yeah. Twitter, Lolly, gonna... Lolly Groiper Fart fourteen eighty eight posts like, here's why Lolly farts are the key for white supremacy, and then Elon replies, interesting. Ooh, mm, laughing, crying emoji. Hmm, this I'm gonna is wait for a few seconds to get some water. Uh, I no. think we're wrapping it up. At this yeah, point. we're yeah we're gonna fucking wrap it up. We got all right. Yeah, yeah it's done. Final thoughts on Die Everyone Piquet as a series. Go. Uh, I hope they make uh, more live action movies, and I hope each one they get a new, brand new, fresh cast. And I hope I can be uh, in one of them eventually. I want to play a lunch lady or something. All right. Yeah. All right. Synth, how about you? Holy fuck. Oh, my God. You guys can't see this, but Ivan has the fucking cheese touch. Oh, my God. I'm going to eat the cheese, and I'm going to shit it into your toilet so your house gets the cheese touch. Bitch, if you fucking get me with the tea- cheese touch, I will fucking end you. It's over before it started. Oh, shit. I pray that one day um, Jeff Kinley will uh, show mercy to uh, Greg and all the rest of them and let him get out of high school, uh, let him get out of middle school already. Because right now he's, he's like in an existential horror situation where he can never grow older than like 14 and he can never graduate into ninth grade or anything like that. He's just perpetually stuck in that stage of his life and is yeah. constantly resetting. You know, like the Simpsons, they're always the same age, you know? I'm Bart Simpson. I'm 10 years old. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> my final opinion. Damn, on the, you got a cow, man. God. My That's final opinion on the Darwin series. My final opinion on the Darwin Wimpy Kid series. I think it was really good as a kid. Got a bit less good over time because I grew out of it. I think that they should keep making more i don't know fuck it why not who cares it's a yeah. good series great Whatever. discord mod yeah I hope to see jeff kinley and jeff uh, davis uh, get into a fist fight with each other it'd be really fun to see uh like dire like the whole dire wimpy kid thing greg halfley and all those characters just advancing as technology continues to advance and you just have like greg from like 2009 uh using like vr shit and they're just like wow wow and twisted wizard vr oh my god <laughs> and it just it's gonna look so bad and it's I'm, I'm here for it anyways uh that's been the zoomer tombstone podcast go to our fucking patreon uh we have like twice as many or not twice as many we have a uh, 50% more episodes on there every other episode is a patreon exclusive that's uh patreon.com slash zoomer tombstone uh, you can also go to zoomer tombstone dot com and find wherever we are streaming our podcast yeah i'm an 80 year old boomer and i love going on websites yeah uh anyways thanks for watching wait 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 what on the count of three we all gotta say zooey mama okay all right okay three two one zooey mama Fuck you.